story about Brian's Park. When I first set up the pond, and let me know if you can't hear me at all, when I first set up the pond, the best ends of the series were a stone's throw away from me. And the outcome was, so I'm trying to put the microphone on, the outcome was that after our first board meeting of the pond, I came to Brian's Park, I called up my dad, I think I might have told somebody this story before. Sticking to the microphone thing, which I might find in a second. But anyway, I had the board meeting, came out here to Brian Park after the, the, the first board meeting that we had. I told him, Dad, I've done it. I set up a company and set up a bond and launched it and everything else. And I was incredibly happy. And it was just a stepping stone to other things. So, I, I'm well, I'm well. You're joining me for dinner. Which, you know, people ask me, earlier on, friends said, oh, which restaurant are you going to go to in New York? You know, you're in New York, you got all this. And I said, you know what? I've been to the fanciest restaurants in the world. Instead, I'd rather like to have a bowl of salad in the, uh, well, aside from the pub. Did you hear about the cross-eyed thing? Well, thank you very much. What do I think of Neo? Um, I've not really had a look at it. Most, most of the things that I think of in terms of currencies and indeed F NFTs, as I've said before, I think they're very much like um, modern art. I keep saying it, it's like modern art, so that's, that's, that's how I see it. And therefore, like modern art, Manhattan's famous for Jackson, Jackson Pollock, um, it still keeps its value after so many years. Other people think it's a load of rubbish. I don't know. Maybe Neo is going to be like John Jackson Pollock or not. I'm in Bryant Park in Manhattan. Michael Saylor, don't know who he is. Um, and what I've done is instead of going to a really nice restaurant, I'm having dinner with you lovely people in Bryant Park in Manhattan. And you might say, why are you on the phone doing a TikTok? Because do you know what happens when most people are having meals? They're on their phone. Far better to be on your phone, talking to people, answering questions, than, you know, I don't know, looking at the news. Um, how's the USA? The, the climate is absolutely ridiculously perfect. I've just spent the last, well, I had a meeting with my cousin, um, who I hadn't seen for a while. And then I spend the rest of the day just cycling around. I just love it. I think it's the best way to see Manhattan is on a bicycle. Because walking is just too difficult to do it. And I love that. Um, fantastic, you ready? What are you in New York for? Well, I've got Bloomberg interview tomorrow. Um, I'll be talking about the UK markets. I was, sorry, actually, I'll be talking about the US markets and the UK to some extent. And I was in Baltimore, so I took the train up from Baltimore. I was in Baltimore. Um, I've got a team in Baltimore who launching my software in the United States. They're a phenomenal group of people. Uh, they're amazing, so I met them. And before that, I was in Orlando to drop my mum off to her sisters, my aunts, because my mum's now currently in Hawaii on holiday. And I had to go and do some work in Baltimore, meet the team, so I used it as a reason to drop her, see them. And now I'm in Manhattan, as I say, I'll be at Bloomberg Radio tomorrow, about 12.30, New York time. What is your and to investment banking? I'm not an investment banker. 
set up a hedge fund when I was 35 uh, in 2004. Where's the best place to visit in the US the first time visitor other than New York? I think Washington's pretty impressive. Get the, get the um, I think San Francisco's amazing. So I like those. That's probably a bit sort of boring, the ones that I've told you. But they're pretty good. Where you at? Not London. Nope, this is not London. This is New York. And you might just see the Chrysler building. I think if I point to it, see that? That's the Chrysler building I'm pointing to. Um, more right. Thoughts on Monaco. I've been to Monaco. I had a friend who was a tax exile there. And he got bored and left. Um, the great thing about Monaco is you can drive to Italy. Well, you fly into Nice. And you can drive to Italy for lunch. And Italy has the best food. So I think... I think with Monaco is proximity to the proximity it has to Italy. What brings me to New York? Well, I'm doing, I've got a cousin now, I was doing a Bloomberg interview tomorrow. Um, I, I was actually in Baltimore, which is about a three hour train ride away. And that's why I was in the United States. So what brings me to the United States is we've got a team in Baltimore um, who are phenomenal at marketing. They're great, they're the best copywriters I've ever met. They write the most amazing copy and we did a whole video and you'll see more of it on LinkedIn. We did these videos to camera where I was reading uh, a script that they did, which was which is all about everything I do, but just put in so much better words. And there's so much to be said for a professional copywriter or a professional who might write for you. Um, and I explained to this guy, and by the way, this guy never went to college, the copywriter that they hired, he was in the army. And I said, how the hell can you write better than me, given I'm, a, I'm an author, given that I used to write for the FT? He said, Arpish, I've seen everything you've ever written, and that's my job. I, I take it all in, and then I simplify. I simplify, 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 and I communicate. It's probably the best skill you can have in the world, the ability to communicate verbally or visually. And he could do it even better than I could. And so the script on the order queue he'd written, I had to provide the energy and the credibility, but he was just absolutely amazing. Amtrak, by the way, today was phenomenal. Seats were really comfortable, I loved it. Um, but yeah, th this guy, in terms of copywriting, if you can learn how to write persuasively, how to write with energy, you'll you'll go very far. Then he told me how much, you know, he's getting paid, and I realized why. In your opinion, which business industries will perform the best over the next 10 to 20 years? I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm told it's AI. All of the money, I guess asset management will always do well, the business I'm in, because whatever industries do well and whatever makes people rich, we always need people to manage their assets and their money. All of the money. How much net worth to be considered rich? I did a TED talk recently called, if you're so clever, why aren't you rich? And what it found is that people made more money, their happiness didn't increase. In fact, it dipped and reduced. There was a correlation to increased miserliness, spending less money as they got richer. And that's nuts. And the two things they weren't spending money on which gives them happiness, which could have done, was one, to free up their time, for instance, hiring a nanny or a cleaner. They stopped doing that as they got wealthier. They weren't getting happier. And the other thing was they weren't buying time with family and experiences. My mum at the moment's in um, Hawaii with my cousin and sister and all the rest of we were all together in Orlando first um, so they're not doing that and um, 
we've got a nanny and a cleaner. So what is it to be considered rich? Apparently they say something like over 100,000, 150,000. Because after that, there's diminishing marginal returns to happiness. Uh, and in fact, as I said, if you're so clever, why aren't you rich and happy? My TEDx talk, links are in the bio, shows that actually it doesn't help. New York City seems so chaotic, are you kidding me? Has it ever been anything else? How do I manage inflation eating away at my assets? Have a look at my Telegram channel. And this is what I'm talking about on Bloomberg tomorrow from here in New York. So I own McKesson, I own Devon Energy. Um, these are energy industrial companies which have already outpaced inflation. And probably in the case of something like Katera or Devon, and you'll have to look on the, the Telegram channel to see the exact chart. It's all free. Um, 12 months I'm projecting about between a 40 to 100% return so that's how my assets tend to be largely in stocks so that's how I beat inflation is and I share the stuff on um, my telegram channel between New York and London what would you consider as the leading financial hub I don't know even if it's worth trying to have a competition between the two they're so interconnected interrelated that I don't know I don't know who wins the contest I don't know how you fix it uh, I'm in New York I think they've got different benefits psyops from the rich to the poor laughing my heart off um, um, I'm in Bryant Park that's oh, let me just show this around there you go what am I? Just off 42nd Street, which you'll have heard of. I'm on the um, Avenue of the Americas and West 42nd Street. So that's where we are. Small caps energy stocks with good flows of cash. Um, the, the, the problem with small cap energy, I don't have a problem with energy. I don't have a problem with good cash flow. And at the moment, cash flow is going into Katera, Devon, those kind of marathon oil, marathon corporation. They're phenomenal amounts of cash. The problem you have, and by the way, can you all hear me properly? Um, the problem you have isn't that. Um, smaller cap companies and high volatility tend to be linked and high volatility in this market is not something that I, I particularly want. So that's my only concern, I'd say. Um, I'm having a salad. I don't like two to three years. I like 12 months and then sack all the socks and read 
re-examine them again. Did you do anything fun like, you know, like go to the US Open? I did something incredibly fun in New York. I only got here at midday. I met my cousin. Um, we swapped notes. He just interviewed the CEOs of Zoom, PayPal, and HP, would you believe? Um, his name's Ryan Patel. You can Google him. He's on CNN all the time. Anyway, um, the most fun thing that I did all day, I had some time to myself. Because on the train I worked from Baltimore, I worked on what I'm going to say at Bloomberg tomorrow, so I didn't need to work. So what I did is I got a bike and I cycled around because I think it's the best way to see the city. I've been here many times over the last 25 years, almost 30 years, uh, but I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Oi man, like can. Say hello to the woman in the green top. wage is £12,000 a year. It might have gone up. I might pay myself £12,500 a year. Just got laid off as an analyst in M&A, want to stay in finance, but better hours, which I do. Have a look at some of the fintech companies. Um, I think fintech companies which have just raised capital, and you'll be able to find which ones have laid capital. Have a look at, say, Business Insider, um, eFinancial Careers, with the FTC, who's just raised money? Because um, those are the ones who need to hire people because they've just raised money. And I think the hours are better usually uh, because they need you so much. So that should be better uh, for you. Have a look at those. Or alternative banks, challenger banks like uh, Oak North, set up by my friend Rishi. Have a look at Oak North. You look for cash inflows in luxury, LVMH. I look for cash return on capital invested, Brokey. That's probably the most important. Who said NY? <laughs> New York City's chaotic. Save troubles, thank you very much. Um, I'm, I've been to Orlando, I've been to Baltimore on this trip, and now I'm in New York. And I thought, what better way, and instead of some stuffy Michelin restaurant, instead, why not come to the park and have a salad? You know, with skyscrapers in the background and police sirens in the foreground and surrounded by skyscrapers. Oh. A job without uni. First identify the kind of employers you want to go to and then in that cover letter specify why they should hire you. You know, that's the way. And you just gotta you just gotta make applications whether you've gone to uni or not. I, I, I went to university and I sent a hundred applications and I got two job offers as a barrister. Two. Okay. Did you go to salt with Royal Powell? No. What salt? Any advice on getting into private wealth management if I go to a non-target school? Yeah. Um, actually, what happens with wealth management? Like if you look at something like St. James's Place, wealth management, I think that rat just went again. Um, if you've got to say St. James's Wealth and, and those kind of smaller wealth management houses, you know, they'll, they'll look for people who've just got the hunger. So, you know, look around and, and apply. Um, there's a website called eFinancial Careers and I think it's very good. Very cumbersome with hedge funds in current chaos. You, you must be cash ready or in the right place. Zahid, you're very perceptive. I'm, this is what I'm saying on Bloomberg tomorrow. We're holding a hell of a lot of cash. Um, we're holding cash, we're holding Devon, we're energy, we're holding two times leverage on Microsoft. 
we're holding McKesson, we're holding Katera. Um, so we're holding a few energy companies, we're holding a lot of cash. Um, and I put a lot of the stuff on the Telegram channel with where we see projections. There's no point being my age and not calm because you messed up your life if you are. Um, thoughts on the future of the UK economy? There's a drive towards growth. Let's see what happens. I need to see the policies that um, the new Chancellor is putting in place. So hedge funds often hire engineering growth. Yes, indeed. So if you look at us, Tanira Shah, who worked for us, she was um, an engineer out of Imperial College. Um, and she was outstanding, lovely lady. And we wanted engineers because maths. Engineering is a serious degree and people are taking a tough degree and they can do a lot of complicated maths and they know how to work Excel. So engineering is probably one of the most prestigious degrees. I mean, I did law and philosophy, politics and economics. Any buffoon could do those. Engineering, I couldn't do. And the Telegram, the links are in the bio. The links are in the bio. Why Microsoft is at the bottom of an upward channel channel, and um, our projections forward suggest on two times leverage using CFDs, we should get in 12 months about a 30% return on it. So that's why. What inspires you to do TikToks and give us advice? Well, the thing is, so I'm, I'm in New York. Let me tell you what my reasoning was. I'm in New York and I could have gone to, as I've many times done, a Michelin star restaurant, got fat, eaten too many calories, and looked at my phone, scrolled through the news, and maybe looked on LinkedIn or whatever else. And then I thought, why don't I get a salad, sit outdoors? How often do you get the chance to do that? And if I'm gonna be on my phone anyway, why not give advice? And hopefully people might give me little love hearts and say, hey, this is really good what you're doing, I love it. Isn't that a lot better? In fact, it's better than having dinner by yourself because I've got company now. I've got company of having dinner with about 50 people. That was my thinking. You might think I'm insane, but I think it's pretty good thinking. I've just graduated physics, BSc at Leeds. Can I go far in the finance sector? Yeah. Um, Physics is a real serious degree. I wish I did physics. I did A-level physics. I got a physics prize. I was born in Leeds. You can. Now, whereabouts are you, Arvish? Bryant Park, Manhattan. Um, how much height can you give on the global energy issue? Sorry, I'm... Whoa, loads of questions coming in. Do you genuinely think being non-white hampers your ascent in the corporate world? The data suggests that People who have chiseled jaws, a tall, a male, a white, will tend to do better and higher IQs. So yes, there is a correlation between certain attributes and ascent. Now, there's an old prayer. Lord, give me the patience to, um, give me the courage to do the things that I, to change the things that I can and the patience um, to suffer the things that I can't and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. You can't change your skin color, so it doesn't matter anyway. Do you trade on all stock exchanges? No. Um, American markets and, well, very little on UK. That's in stocks. Uh, but I prefer US. Best job for hours, stroke pay, ratio and finance? It's a very good question. I would probably say, all other things being equal and assuming your skills are not particularly unique, if you go to a startup where um, they've just raised a shed load of money, you'll probably get bigger pay 
for the hours you're working um, just because they need you. They won't have HR sorted to sack you and they'll throw away money like crazy. So anybody who's been recently VC funded and to find that, look at say um, the news sites, the websites as well. That's the Alcon Analysis Creed. Mm. I think you're right. The prayer is, give me the wisdom to know the difference between what I can change and what I can't. How much what college of St. Anne's are you with? I was, I have affiliations with four colleges. Um, St. Anne's College, I did philosophy, politics and economics. I was a visiting fellow at Corpus Christi College, Oxford. When I was at St. Anne's, I was enrolled to Boston University as a student exchange with somebody from Boston. So I've got a alumnus um, connection with Boston University and I did a law degree at King's College London as well. So there's four colleges um, and from Lincoln's Inn I have the degree of what's called utter barrister and it's not just like utter bastard um, which is a, a degree I'm a barrister. Uh -huh, no. no I'm not in Baltimore anymore. Baltimore I was there because we've got a team out there who are doing all the copywriting and the video recording for my software launch in America. That's why I'm in New York City. See that? There's the clue, that building there. Can anybody name it? Prize for the first person who names that building. Realize, realize, realize. Uh, how do you see truth, my address? Um, I, look at, I look at the data. Now, data can be fake, but I don't do, you know, the stories companies are telling me, I don't do the directors, you know, what the directors are saying. I don't care what they say. I look at the raw data, the primary data, you might say, in university language, the primary data. Prize the, well done, Colin. Um, uh, no, it's not the Empire State, it's the prize of the building. I'm a hedge fund manager, it's hard to believe, isn't it? It probably doesn't fit in with your um, perceptions. What software? We spun some software out of the hedge fund. It's, uh, I always wanted to be in software, um, so that's, that's that's what it is. Well, we're, um, I've actually been linked to software for about 15 years, but people don't know about it. They just, you know, so these are just algorithms we've spun out of the hedge fund. We hope to IPO it one day and make billions one day. Why not? Uh, Elon Musk. I think the guy's a genius, obviously. How? Do you then articulate predictions or be public without revealing too much corruption? I have no problem revealing corruption. If I see corruption, I'll reveal it. Why wouldn't I? Um, it's not an issue. If I see corruption, I'd, I'd, um, at Tick Trend, do you mean work experience is more essential than degree? Um, work experience is important because it shows two things. One, that you look acquired some skills and it shows you've got to get up and go. In, in my team, when we're hiring people, we have to do quite a bit of training. And occasionally some people, they come to us and say, oh, there's a problem with this. And I have to teach them, don't come to me with problems, come to me with solutions. And you know what? It only takes them three seconds more to come up with a solution, but they don't do it because they're either lazy or whatever. And then once you teach them those skills and personality traits, they learn and they're better for it. So that's why work experience is important because work experience teaches you a whole host of skills that another employer has paid for that I get the benefit of. It's great. My opinion on the Conservative Party. 
not looking good at the moment, is it? All that back and forth leadership changes, not good for stability. Um, but that's very different to what's my view on conservative values versus, say, socialist values or communist values. Do you potentially a Russell Group University versus non-Russell Group? No, we don't. I mean, look, imagine I've got a list of 50 CVs and I've got to sift that down or somebody in my office has got to sift that down. They're going to go with the first classes from Oxford and Cambridge first, aren't they? Or Imperial or prizes, you know, that kind of thing, aren't they? So if you want to stand out and you haven't been to one of those, it's not that we'll bin it, but we need to see why, you know, what's so good about you, what's so special about you. So that's what we need to see. Does your degree matter? in the investment industry yes it does your degree does matter because if it's in i don't know film we might not be too impressed whereas if it's in engineering yeah the economics majors have a shot at head from trading despite no quantitative back you don't need quantitative background in order to be a trader maths will help economics is really relevant economics is more relevant you're going to be an analyst but not a trader actually it's completely relevant to trading i'm in new york i'm in manhattan i'll just see how much battery life i have 23 percent i better go when i've got down to 10. what would make someone stand out without a degree from Oxford? well let's say i look you tell me you tell me what would make somebody stand out that they've worked with somebody, they've achieved some massive goal, you know, I, they built a business and it went from this to this, or they did something which just, you tell me what would impress you. Just turn it around, flip, flip that question around. What would impress you? And that's the same thing with us. Austrian economics, Austrian school of economic thought is helpful, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think you mean the Austrian school of economic thought. Um, I personally like the Austrian school of philosophy that by Wittgenstein, particularly that um, described by him in Tractatus Logico Philosophers. Dang, I was just about to go to Bryant Park. Ah, yeah. The only reason I look good is it's dark. Trust me. Best stop long term. You know, it's a good question. So my answer is to me, which I invest in, and I know that I'm not going to be able to keep an eye on a portfolio or see a every day and talk about it. So I said, Microsoft, Amazon, and Apple. Yeah, long term. I'm a UK citizen working in New York. No, I am a UK citizen and I'm working in New York. Well, actually, I guess, I guess the answer's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony's studying in media. We go to Liverpool. What's my application? Make a case, make a case. You see what I mean? What an employer's thinking is, why should I employ you? What skills have you got that I might be looking for? So you've got to make a case based on well, what skills is Alpesh looking for and what have I got? Now, media and communications, you may well be able to make a phenomenal case, but you've got to make that case. I can't make it for you. So yeah, your application may well be considered, but the great news is your destiny is in your hands because you've now got a blank sheet of paper with which to make a case to me. Dog like I didn't know what to say about econ question. Well, the Austrian school thing, I did, I said I prefer the philosophy and Wittgenstein's Austrian philosophy school rather than the economic school. No. I think the Austrian economists are wrong. I think the positivist attitude that they have towards 
uh, economics and ignoring behavioralism leaves huge gaps in their thinking and explanation of the world. There you go, there's your economics answer. You trade an interest rate market, no I don't. Um, any tips for getting work experience in your first year of uni? Yeah, well, lots of applications. I did 100 applications, I got two acceptances. The, that's one. Number two, if you look at my links in the bio, you will see that I do a virtual internship because there's a lot of people out there who don't know who to go to. They can't get those work experiences. They've got jobs, they might be working at Whole Foods or something and they just can't take the time out. So I created a virtual, virtual internship. You'll be able to put on your LinkedIn when you finish it, it's completely free. Finish it, the certificate from my firm. My firm's name, we're FCA regulated. Me as your um, work experience employer or whatever on your LinkedIn and, and it's helped people get jobs because they've told me it has so it's, it's, it's so I created it because I want people to get ahead who aren't just oh well daddy owns the bank kind of people how do I start working in uh, New York City um, I'm in finance so when we launched the hedge fund Bear Stearns or our brokers before they went bust thank you very much Bear their offices, if I remember rightly, were there. I think, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Um, so, I've had connections in New York all the time, I guess. That's it, yeah, Brian Park. I just feel somebody's gonna tap me on the shoulder in a second and say, yeah, 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 watch your TikTok live and you're here, and, and all the rest of it. No, is there a remote internship in your bag? Yeah, this is my bag and it's really clear. It says, work experience. Is it hard to transfer from tech to finance? No. Um, I don't think so. I think people have this idea that finance is somehow really difficult and hard to get into. Finance is like learning to drive a car. Anybody can do it. It's not like brain surgery. I'm not talking about the really difficult stuff in finance, which requires a PhD in, I don't know, advanced computational mathematics. I don't want just regular finance. It's really simple. Get a book on it. It's so simple. ACAA. I think it's good. Uh, accountancy, yeah, I think it's good. For those joining, I'm in Manhattan. And you guys are joining me for my dinner in the park. Why am I having dinner in the park? Why am I not meeting some pop shop? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I spent a lifetime having dinners with people who may be relevant, may be useful, blah, 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 blah. Keeping connections. I don't need to do that anymore. And that's why I'm also doing this video. Because I'm going to post it on LinkedIn and say, you know what? Screw the corporate dinner and all the rest of it. Plus, I had a really nice dinner with the team last night in uh, Baltimore. God bless them. They're amazing. Um, they are absolutely amazing. And I actually enjoyed that dinner. I loved it. Um, the other reason, there's two people I would normally meet in, in New York. One of them is a friend of mine. She and I went to bar school together. She practiced law here, and we'd always meet to given what happened to him. How would finance complement an engineer um, and an engineer's future? Sorry, could you rewrite that so I can understand it? Is New York better than London? Um, they're different. I love New York. I love Manhattan. I love working here. I love having meetings here. My wife works here sometimes as well, so I have been on trips here where she's done the work, and I've just hung around and just 
I love being a tourist, so you're going to see a lot of TikToks of me just basically being a tourist. I mean, I've been coming here for 25 years, but I still like looking at it like a child. Get a bike, and you do it. You're 20%. Um, my hotel, luckily, is not far away. Imagine to finance. Tips. You've got to give a reason why somebody would hire you because they're going to say, what the hell's wrong with you? Why did you switch? Why didn't you go to this straight away? And they're going to say, well, I've got other people who've always been in finance, so why the hell should I hire you? And you might say, guess what? As a medic, I'm freaking amazing. This is what I can do. And you might say, as a medic, I'm going to apply to venture capital funds which or private equity funds, which specifically invest in med tech. And I'm a medic, so I can get it. And I've got friends who've done that. So then that's fine. But you've got to give a reason. My, my wife is in finance too. Uh, power couple, yeah, it's been said. She is global head of venture capital in the British government. So her job is to speak to sovereign wealth funds, um, ultra high net worth family offices and get them to invest in the United Kingdom and create jobs in the United Kingdom and so on. I flew British Airways. People have many people on their pensions. Are you people for many people? I am fearful for many people on their pensions, particularly the, the self-employed. Um, there's two reasons why I feel for people and their pensions. One is there's a whole group of people who never saved, even though they could. And then there's others who have saved and their pensions are with people like Neil Woodford, which is the vast majority of people. So that's what I live in the UK. And just I just travel a lot. You're going to see a lot more of me travel now that COVID's over. I'm in India in November, back in the US, if not sooner than March, in March at the latest. What do I think of Brexit? Well, you know, we're gonna just have to make it work, aren't we? Because we're, we're, we're with it. My attitude to most things is, there's no point worrying about things you can't change. Just get on with it. Otherwise, and it's the same with life. In life, if you worry about the things you can't change, you just spend your time wasting your mental energy. And it's not good. Um, what's your favorite thing to do out of work? Cycling, I love cycling. Um, it reminds me of childhood. Have you ever seen the film Citizen Kane? I recommend it. The director, Orson Welles, was 26 when he got the Oscar uh, for Citizen Kane. And in it, as he grows older and wealthier and travels the world, New York, all the rest of it, he keeps saying, he, on his deathbed, he says, Rosebud, Rosebud. Nobody knows what it means. And it's the name of his sled from when he was a child. I never named my bike from when I was a child, but my bike, is what to Citizen Kane, Charles Foster Kane, um, a sled was. It's just a, a, a memory of things gone past. I look at my four and a half year old son, who incidentally, the Dean of Oxford Business School said, be like a four year old. The dean of a business school said, be like a four year old. And it's that, you know, we, we lose that mindfulness, that joy, that pleasure of just forgetting everything and just being in the moment that a child has. And a bike gives me that. Um, and I love cycling, so I cycled around here all day long. I once saw, I've got an office um, in London, and I once saw Guy Ritchie cycle um, down my street. I realized the reason he was cycling is because as a, as a filmmaker, it's the perfect height to capture a shot. So he was obviously looking for scenes, but it, it's just phenomenal. So I highly recommend cycling. Um, would you ever start a business? I have, I did. Would you ever get a hair transplant? I plan to. I plan to go to Turkey and get a hair transplant. Because I'm vain. Would you ever start a business? I have. I help entrepreneurs. I co-founded 
the UK chapter of the world's largest entrepreneur mentoring organization called TAI, the Indus Entrepreneurs. And um, it, TIE.org, our charter members include people like Bill Gates, have a look at the website, world's largest mentor uh, entrepreneur mentoring organization. So I co-founded the UK chapter. I, my business that I started, I've got software and I've got um, asset management. They're the two businesses, main business I started. In-house opportunities for lawyers at hedge funds, hell yeah. So when I was a barrister, the only time I applied for a job was to investment banks to be a um, compliance lawyer on the trading floor. So yeah, compliance lawyer on the trading floor. General life life for someone in their 20s. Improve your communication skills, verbal and written. So read about rhetoric, practice mimicking speeches that you see on YouTube by people like Ronald Reagan or Barack Obama. Read great speeches and, and, and try and be um, try and improve your communication skills, written and verbal. It's 2am, bud, what's going on? Not where I am, it's not the same time everywhere in the world, it's 9pm. Where I am. How much money, how much of my money do I donate? Um, as a percentage, I'm not sure. So I'm chairman of the Lumbar Trust, which helps widows and orphans. And I tend to fundraise a lot and donate, but fundraise. Um, I also have fundraised and donated for a charity called Akshay Patra, which feeds children, um, school children, midday meals. Because if they're not fed, they can't study. Um, you know the day we have the biggest demand for meals? Which day of the week do you think there's the biggest demand for meals? Second guess for that charity. Where is this? Where's that? That bit that. What did I get my OE for? Services to the economy. I've helped bring in, I've been part of a team which has helped bring in um, over a billion pounds in investment into the United Kingdom from overseas and relocate entrepreneurs and intellectual property to Britain and create jobs in the United Kingdom. Friday, well, it's Mondays and Fridays. Fridays because they know they're not going to get food over the weekend and Mondays because they've been hungry from the whole weekend. So Akshay Papa is one of those charities. Was our trying to be successful as a brown Asian? I don't know. I can't compare it to being a white European. So I don't know if it was hard. I sort of get what you're saying. I, I you know, I don't know what I've missed out on. So, hey, thanks, son. Love you, dad. Yeah, give my best to your mom. Tell her I miss her. She's great. Is it New York? It's New York. I'm having dinner with you guys in New York. And Queen, appropriately enough, playing in the background. Does that mean George Soros gets a minus over you for losing a billion pounds of breath? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Well, when the pound fell, exports became cheaper and it helped our balance of payments because exports became cheaper and more exports occurred. And our deficit dropped so who knows maybe it is a favor how do you transition from a barrister to finance i was always interested in finance so for me it wasn't a, a, a big leap because i'd always loved it why did i love it i do not know what you've got to try and find in your life to make your life a lot lot easier are the things which ignite passions 
whether it's anger, whether it's emotions such as um, persistence, uh, determination, whatever stirs the pot, lights the fire in the belly. Now, how do you find those? So for me, I was lucky. I found that, that like, for some reason, finance, you know, who what the hell does that make me excited? Well, if you've ever seen me on Bloomberg or BBC, you'll know it makes me bloody excited. Tomorrow I'm on Bloomberg and you'll see I'll get bloody excited. Why? I do not know. Now, you've got to find those. How do you find those? Well, you can read a lot, you can experience a lot, you can see a lot. When you're young, reading a lot is probably the only way. And whatever gets your blood boiling, those are the areas you should probably go in because it'll never feel like work. You'll be good at it, so you'll earn more money at it. It's as simple as that. How would you best recommend someone to become economically literate outside of higher education? Two ways. Read and do. So read as much as you can, and then do. Here's an experiment to become economically illiterate. Buy one stock in Microsoft. And the process you'll go through by doing, it's like learning to drive. You can't just read the driving manual. Sorry, I'm eating. Well, my favorite term, thank you. I have no interest yet in getting started, but I love the knowledge. Thank you, I'm happy to share. It's not what I love hearing. It makes my life feel more worthwhile. And I mean that seriously, because as you get older, you know how you always roll your eyes with your parents when they try to give you advice? You know, oh, oh, oh. It's just their way of trying to stay young. How's life? It's good, I guess. Uh, oh, can I shout out something on Bloomberg? Well, yeah, okay, let's think of a secret code word. I'll say something. Well, I was doing a TikTok last night, giving economic views to my followers. I'll say that. Yeah, Charlie Munger, yep. Um, oh, was Charlie Munger a lawyer initially? I didn't know that. Warren Buffett's business partner. No. Best way to towards becoming a PM. Um, do you mean Prime Minister? Council? Stand for Councillor? Purpose in life. This is how you work it out. You know what drives people? Autonomy, i.e. being left alone to do stuff. Something which requires skill. And fulfilment. A sense of fulfilment. Now. The way Steve Jobs got people excited about the piece of plastic, metal, and glass, that is an iPhone, is he said to them, you are holding in your hands the happiness to people's lives. Because through that, they can have the anthem to their life wherever they go. They can have constant connection to their family and their loved ones. They can, at the touch of a finger, communicate with their mothers, see their children. That's how he created fulfillment. The same person could have said, Piece of shit, technology. God, it's crap, isn't it? Okay, there's the story of the three bricklayers. Stone cutters, the three stone cutters. A man goes up to the first stone cutter and says, what are you doing? Is uh, cutting some stone to make a church. Second guy goes, asks the second guy, what are you doing? He goes, I'm crafting this stone in order to build this cathedral, which I think, you know, it's gonna be pretty beautiful. And then he asks the third guy, what are you doing? He goes, I'm using the skills of my father's to craft this stone, to place it in just the right location for a building and a monument which will be admired for millennia and kings and queens will bow at what wonderful work and craftsmanship it was made of. All three were doing the same job. They just saw it differently and one felt, full, felt fulfilled. The other two, they just thought it was a day job. And that's the trick. It's almost the story you tell yourself for fulfillment. Why am I fulfilled right now doing a TikTok with you guys? Well you could say you sad loser you sad middle-aged loser being on social media talking to random strangers or you could say 
hang on, you're providing wisdom and getting feedback from these guys who are going to be therefore uplifting you and you're giving your valuable knowledge and sharing it. That's passing wealth on right there. I don't know, I look at it like the latter. You might sound deluded, I don't care. Chemical engineering design degree, yep, because it's a serious degree, lots of maths. What age did you start feeling you were financially free? Um, I think I was about 30. Yeah, I think I was 30. Um, I used to live on, I think when I bought the house in Hamilton Terrace, in St. John's Wood. I was about 30, yeah, 30. Um, if you had to choose a new business partner, Bill Ackman, Stephen Schwartzman or Ray Dalio. Oh, God, wow, that's a tough one. I don't know, I've got to think about it. It's a brilliant question. Thank you very much. I have to think about it. I don't understand why Bill Ackman keeps making money and yet everything I hear about are losses. Something doesn't make sense. Ray Dalio would bore the shit out of me because he... He keeps talking about his principles of life and I don't get them. I think he's just rambling on a bit like me. Then you go, oh, a CFA is very good at signaling you are hardworking and knowledgeable. So yeah, I'd recommend that. I think I have to redo first year law. That's fine. It's okay. I nearly have to redo my first year law. I'm on vacation or business. Business, but I always treat business as um, vacations. So at the moment, I've been cycling around a lot, and tomorrow I've got to do, like I said, Bloomberg, I'll be a suit and tie, you'll see me. Biggest mistake you can make in your 20s financially. I guess not starting to, to learn how to save. I guess the biggest mistake would be not knowing how to buy one share of Microsoft or Apple or something. Thoughts on value investing? Well, I don't believe in value investing. I believe in value, growth, and income, and cash flow investing. I believe, why wouldn't you filter every criteria rather than trying to gamble on which one's working at the moment? biggest challenges I faced well let's just say I had to take out four injunctions against a certain individual and rely in the High Court and the European Convention on Human Rights Article 8 right to privacy so that was probably one of the bigger challenges I won um, I guess that was the biggest challenge more importantly for you is how do you overcome those difficult periods in life? So I asked a captain in the British Army, how did he overcome stress when he was in Afghanistan? And he said, sometimes you just have to laugh. You just laugh. You just laugh, okay? That helps. In the face of total tragedy, laugh. You might call it gallows humor. So that's number one. The other way was I would say to myself, and this too shall pass, and this too shall pass. That helps. You keep saying that, it just helps. Okay, so overcoming those difficulties and stress, you get perspective. And the perspective might be, you know, look at things over a 10-year horizon, write down pros and cons, those kind of things. Um, if you have 10 million pounds of your sudden wealth, what's the best thing to do with the money? Well, I guess you'd take out some to play with, and the rest, I guess you'd want to treat your family to certain things. It just depends on your personal circumstances. But let's say you just had to do it, and, and the person who gave it to you said you can only invest. I'm afraid I only know investment put a gun to my head, I'd do two times leverage Microsoft. How do I filter stock? We use Excel spreadsheets, we plug the data in. Then we filter by valuation measures like price earnings, cash flow like cash return on capital invested. There's a load of links in the bio, you'll be able to see it. How to find love of your life. Um, they say love's a decision. You make the decision. It's a choice you make. It's not that, oh, this is the love of my life. Why are they? 
Look at the good things in them always, forget the bad things. Choose to love them, even if you have an argument and a fight. Forget the resentments and say, I've chosen to love you for the rest of my life. That's how you find the love of your life. You make it so. That's what you do. Thank you very much for dinner, guys. I've had a good one. Do you think the price of fuel will drop? Yeah, eventually it always does. You can come to with ethics, back and forth in direction. Um, there's not the ethics of any, I mean, we live in a capitalist society, so the base is pretty low in terms of ethics. Um, so if you agree with capitalism, then it all comes right. All comes with the um, packaging. Dude, I have to love have a conversation with you in real life. Should I connect with people on LinkedIn who work in the hedge funds? Yeah, why not? More importantly, write articles on LinkedIn and maybe tag them, incorporate them into a conversation. Maybe it's something they've written and a great way to network through social media is find something that somebody's written who you want to communicate with, then write something, tag them on what they've said. Not just tag them randomly, but incorporate what they've written into your piece. They'll notice it. What's for dinner? It was just um, falafel salad. I just got a salad sandwich shop because I thought it'd be nice to sit in a park. It's getting a bit cold. I'm going to walk to my hotel soon. 19 years old and 500 pounds in my account. Is this a good start? Yeah, you know, why not? Why not? Do you think 40k a month is a decent wage to pay myself? No, it's a stupid wage to pay yourself because um, you're going to be paying a hell of a lot of money away in tax. Why do you need to pay yourself 40k a month? What, have you got some expensive coke habit? My dad gave me $1,500 for college. That's the most expensive, should I save it? If you can, save as much as you can. I'd suggest, say, investing a little bit in, like I said, with Microsoft. Just keeping it simple. Favorite finance film, um, Citizen Kane. Uh, is my favorite finance film. In terms of modern films in finance, which is a favorite. Um, oh, The Big Short is good. You know, it's always good. I like it. Um, can you talk about Bitcoin? We'd love your input. I, I think it's modern art. Like, all I can tell you is it's volatility that I can't ride. If you said to me, could you want to get on a rodeo horse? I'd say, no thanks. It's just personal taste. How do I set up a Vanguard compound interest account? Speak to Vanguard. They'll be more than happy to help you. Do I invest in crypto? I've got some Bitcoin. I've got some Ethereum. I've not looked at this Ethereum merge. Uh, have you ever been lucky on penny stocks? Yeah. So I used to do this at university. And what I used to do is pick about 10 investments. One would go up tenfold, three would probably go bust, and the others would be flat. So overall, I'd you know, be all right. If I had to tell myself, um, some, tell my younger self something, what would it be? Don't worry so much. That's what I tell myself, stop worrying so much. Um, I asked the Dean of uh, Said Business School and the links are in the bio to the interview I did with him. So the Dean of Oxford Business School. I said, if you could tell all your MBA students something they don't know and ignore, what would it be? And he said, stop planning so much. Did I have a part-time job at uni? Yes, I was a bartender, amongst other things, working in a nightclub and a waiter. Can you share some penny stocks with us? I, I, I can't because I don't look at them so much anymore, I'm afraid. What university did I go to first? I went to King's College London. I did a degree in law. Um, I then did a degree in philosophy, politics and economics from the University of Oxford and I was a visiting fellow in business at Corpus Christi College, Oxford. Uh, how would you minimize the amount of money lost to tax when receiving wealth from the sale of a company? Um, probably can't, I don't know, I'm not an accountant. Um, probably got to pay it, capital gains tax. Uh, 
Um, I don't know, I, you'll have to speak to an accountant on that one. Do you miss Armley? Well, I was in Armley uh, a few months ago and I walked around. Um, so I always walk around. In fact, do you know what? I just realized, I think I had a dream where I was walking through Armley about a month ago. So yeah, I miss Armley. How old were you when you had your first job? 16, I think, 17? 16, 17, yeah, 16, 16. I might have actually been 15. What's the biggest mistake you've made in your career? made lots I'm sure um, I'm sure I've made bazillions I don't know what the biggest one is uh, do you know what the list would be probably too big um, why are you so talented am I genetics what a friend calls the lucky ovary club what grades did you get in a level uh, a in maths and the math prize thank you for asking this a in physics and the physics prize a in chemistry and the chemistry prize. Did your degree results, do degree results matter? Yeah, I think if you've got a first, it matters. Highest yearly earning. I pay myself 12,000 pounds a year. Um, do you sacrifice any liabilities or assets to pursue your business? Um, I used to, I used to sacrifice my relationship to pursue business, I don't anymore. I mean, I'm away now on my wife's in, in London, so I guess that's a sacrifice. But on the whole, I make up for it because in the mornings I take my son to school, I play with him, I take him out all weekends, I don't work at weekends anymore. Or if I do, it's after he's gone to sleep. So I, I, then again, I've got the privilege of old age. Um, do you think, uh, uh, do you think Putin is thinking of dropping a nuke on London when all the world leaders are present? Uh, the thought had also crossed my mind. Now, if it's crossed my mind and crossed your mind, it's crossed his mind. Do I pay myself? I pay myself £12,000 a year. How many businesses do you own? Um, two, I guess. Two. Is it worth buying stocks now or waiting for them to decline due to a recession coming? Um, I thought in January I'd be buying more stocks and then January came and I didn't and then February came and I didn't and March came and I didn't. So I've been two times leverage on Microsoft. I'm gonna have to go in a minute because the battery's gonna die. Best way to get into investment banking if you get bad grades. Do you want to get into investment banking? Apply, get the rejection letters and you'll know whether or not it's a good thing. Have you ever met Rishi Sunak? I haven't. I co-authored an article post-Brexit with Preeti Patel. She was pro-Brexit, I was against. Or we wrote an article together. How do you live on 12,000? Um, how do I live on 12,000? Um, I pay myself 12,000, um, but I have income from other sources which isn't a salary you see what i mean you asked about salary so my salary is twelve thousand. you know steve jobs's salary is one dollar it's because you've already got capital that you've got if you've got capital you've got then you know I, i've got a hundred pound bike and, and so let's say i wanted to go to a what you're asking is well, let's say you want to go to a michelin star restaurant i've got capital so salary you asked about if i've got capital that i've got from before then you know you don't does that make sense i think that makes sense doesn't it if it crossed my mind and it's crossed your mind, it's crossed his mind, Jesus, thank you. Best undergrad degree for investment banking. Um, oh, I don't know, engineering? Engineering? How do you build a million pound portfolio with five years with 100K initial investment? Taking a lot of risk, I think, taking a lot of risk. You might at most be able to do two times leverage on low volatility stocks. 
you look at a website called Wolfram Alpha, it'll show you lower volatility, show you volatility ranges of companies like Costco, Microsoft. I think if you did two times leverage on Microsoft, you might be able to compound that. You might get a tenfold return compounded and turn 100K into a million uh, on two times leverage on Microsoft. Don't do more than two times leverage. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to get going because I'm getting cold now. It's getting freaking freezing. Um, and I'm, I'm done. And I think you guys have been great company. I'm gonna go now. And I am uh, 9.30, I think I better have an early night because I got in from Boston and I've got to do the Bloomberg thing tomorrow. So I'm gonna have a look at the markets tonight and I'm gonna swat up for tomorrow and just check emails and stuff. So I better go. So um, the site, which one? Oh, the links are in the bio. All the sites are on there. Um, so I, I don't know which site you mentioned. I, I've mentioned several sites on this call. Crowdcube, I've mentioned. Techtograde.com. Uh, Campaignforamillion.com. Uh, E-Financial Careers, I mentioned as well. Um, would you rather earn 500,000 a year, but you have to work, or 100K and you don't have to work? Probably 100k I'd have to work because then what I do with the 100k is do other work which makes more than the 400k hit that I've taken. Hope to get for a big four consulting, a big two investment bank, apply I guess and look at what people who have made that shit and working at those banks, what qualifications they have and what you have in common with them and if you have nothing in common with them then at least you'll have just lost the second account class stamp for applying um, and have fun applying, don't just think oh, 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 what do you think you should trade Forex? No, 70% of people lose money trading Forex. I interviewed Bill Lipschitz in this great city. Bill Lipschitz was head for manager of the year recently and for my first book, Mind of a Trader. Um, he was at that time global head of foreign exchange trading at Salomon Brothers here in New York. And Bill, as a Forex trader, um, said to me he never made money trading cable. Cable is sterling US dollar. And I said, you're global head of foreign exchange trading at Salomon Brothers and you never made money trading cable? And he goes, yeah. And if he couldn't make money trading cable, what actually you think you could? So I'd say that. Um, but feel free, there's a free copy of my book and the links are in the bio for my Mind of a Trader book. And I interviewed Bill Lipschitz in that. So if you want to feel, if you want to see what it's like to be a Forex trader, well, he was the best in the world. Um, he runs Have a Sage Asset Management. Actually, I must email, that's a good reminder, I'll email Bill tonight, two to three, for a coffee tomorrow or Saturday and meet up with him again. So um, don't flood the book and work. Just say you've got a book trust. You have books trust. Um, I, don't, I don't plug the book on um, media, and the reason for that is I don't get it off in royalties, and it sounds crass. What do I buy if I don't have time and want to invest, not lose hard like all the degenerates? Um, Microsoft. If you don't have time, two times leverage Microsoft, high risk. I feel like you have a Rolls Royce back home. I have a hundred pound bike. I have three cars, one, my wife, now has, ask my son, he'll tell you. One my father now has, because I gave it to him. And one my uncle has, because I gave it to him. And that was a soft top as well. Anyway, I have a hundred pound bicycle, that's all I have. Did you have humble beginnings? Yes, no silver spoon. I grew up in Armley in Leeds. Uh, my mum was an NHS nurse. My dad used to deliver cars. He eventually went on to float his company on the Mumbai Stock Exchange called Ishan Dyes. It makes copper thalocyanide blue color. Very well. Thanks for having dinner. Thank you all for having dinner with me. Uh, if you liked what you saw, please do share, like, and I love the love hearts. Thank you. Keep them coming. This is amazing. I'm seeing loads of them. Can't leave while you do that. That's the Chrysler building. And as I said, there we go. Thanks for having dinner with all of you.
in a beautiful site today where I am. So um, you've all been great and um, cheers to everyone. Do like and share and do all those crazy things we do on social media nowadays. Um, because occasionally I bump into people who see my stuff. I'll try and do another one tomorrow. So <laughs> I think you've changed my life. Come on, stop teasing me uh, as well. But um, the next one, I'll probably do another live. I might do the same thing tomorrow night. It's Friday night tomorrow, isn't it? I just might come back here tomorrow night. I think it works well. I'll probably get a sweater tomorrow night. Um, and then probably do another one. I think it's a good location. Why not? I get to eat outdoors. I get great company. I get you guys. I'm opposite a Whole Foods. So I can always pick up dinner there. I just think it's better than yet another Ponzi Michelin-starred restaurant, which gives you two, you know, pieces of pasta and says, yeah, you know, the... Anyway, so I just thought this is so much better. So thank you all, okay? Um, love it, love being with you guys. And I'll try and do another one same time tomorrow. Might try and do more tomorrow. Thank you all.